चेडू कोणाचे गो तू चेडू कोणाचे तू कोणा आवय बापायचे वायरस ही एक चिंतेस्त परिस्थिती गोयच्या सरकारात झाल्या आणि हाकाच लागून गोयच्या सरकारान फाव ती तयारी केल्या हाची माहिती मुखेलमंत्री प्रमोद सावंत हाणे दिल्या इन्फ्रास्ट्रक्चर पर्टेनिंग टू द चाइल्ड हेल्थ केअर इट इज कमिशनरिंग ऑफ द टेन एन आय सी यू इन जीएमसी न्यूनेटल इंटेन्सिव्ह केअर युनिट दहा आणि एडिशनल करपच्या ठरवल्या पाच एनआयसीयू जे असा हे आम्ही नॉर्थ गोवा आजिला हॉस्पिटलात आम्ही करपचे ठरवल्या ताच्याच बरोबर आम्ही फुडले डिसिजन घेतला ऑलरेडी पिरियाट्रिक इंटेन्सिव्ह केअर युनिट हाजो नंबर आम्ही वाढवपचा ठरवला साठ जे आहा ते पीआयसी पिरियाट्रिक इंटेन्सिव्ह केअर युनिट हे आम्ही गोवा मेडिकल कॉलेजीत करपचे ठरवला थर्टी बेडेड इच इन द सुपर स्पेशलिटी ब्लॉक ओके ताच्याच बरोबर केन्ना आम्ही डिसिजन असा की एट एनी टाइम आम्ही ट्वेंटी पर्सेंट आयसीयू बेड जे असा वी कॅन कन्वर्ट इन टू द पिरियाट्रिक आयसीयू बेड ऑफ द गोवा मेडिकल कॉलेज हाच्या व्यतिरिक्त आम्ही एसेन्शियल इक्विपमेंट मेडिसिन आणि मॅनपॉवर या तीन गजालींचेर भर दिला ब्लॅक फंगस हे एक अकस्मात नवे दुवे जे सुरू झाला आतापर्यंत दहा केसेस गोयात गोवा मेडिकल कॉलेज हातून आसात आणि सध्याक दोग जण ट्रीटमेंट घेताना मरण पावल्यात कोरोना व्हायरस हाची दुसरी वेव काबार जाऊना आणि तिसरी वेव भारतात तसे गोयात येऊचा बवाव चालू झाला आणि तिसरी वेव चोड करून धाकट्या भुग्यांचेर परिणाम आसतलो म्हणतात पूण इंडियन अकेडमी ऑफ पेडेट्रिशन्स गोयात राज्यातलो भागाचो डॉक्टर धनेश वोलवयकर सांगता हाची सायंटिफिक शिकवण ना पण सगळ्यांनी जागृत आणि तयार रावपची चोड गरज देव बरे करून डॉक्टर धनेश वोलवयकर तुझा मोलादिक वेळ दिलो म्हण कोरोना व्हायरस हे पिडींग सापडून जायते जण मरण गेल्यात तातूंत जायते जण ऑक्सिजन सिलिंडर वो व्हेंटिलेटर हाच्या शॉर्टेजीक लागून आणि चोड करून गोयच्या सरकाराच्या बेपरवाय खातीर आणि हाकाच लागून गोयच्या आवाज हाणे गोयच्या सरकारा लागी कॉम्पन्सेशन दिवचे म्हण मागला गोयचो आवाज हाचो को कन्व्हिनर कॅप्टन विराटो फर्नांडीस आमकां सांगता 
why goincho awaz is demanding compensation for the families of those who lost their loved ones kida khupsha family ni they happen to be the only earning members of the family fakta tanche kamang astale zottale nakki family tanche depend astale ye जे सिट्युएशन आसा ही जी परिस्थिती गोया जाल्ली आसा ती कित्याक जाली आमकां खबर आसा मिसमॅनेजमेंट फेलियर ऑफ द गव्हर्नमेंट बट मोर देन दॅट द हेल्थ मिनिस्टर इज ऑन रेकॉर्ड से ही हॅड बीन कंटिन्युअसली एडवायझिंग द चीफ मिनिस्टर टू क्लोज द बॉर्डर्स दॅट दिस सेकंड वेव इज गोईंग टू बी डेंजरस वी मे लूज लाईफ जस्ट टू मेक द ग्रीड अँड प्रॉफिट ऑफ दिस करप्ट एमएलएस आम्ही या सरकारात असे सोडपाक ना लास्ट इयर ड्युरिंग द फर्स्ट पेंडेमिक गोयच्या सरकारान 278 crores mask kele waved off for the casino lobby tumi tar casino lobby wave off karun shakta jale amche dhakte business will asat pai goyan tanche kida duties and taxes wave off karina ye 300 crore je central government an dilele for celebration of liberation day why don't you use it as compensation for the families who have lost their loved ones dio pare kuru captain viato fernandes तर ऐकू प्यानो योजना असली सुसेगाद दमपार गोयच्यो खबरो मेळूया दुसऱ्या सोमारात ते मेरेन मोगा सुंदी नमस्कार आणि स्वागत करता हा रिची तुमका आयच्या सुसेगाद दनपार कोंकणी रेडिओ प्रोग्रामर थँक्यू फ्रँकी फॉर द वंडरफुल न्यूज फ्रॉम गोवा नो डाऊट इट इज नॉट एनकरेजिंग बट स्टील द पीपल आर अलाइव पीपल आर चॅलेंजिंग द गव्हर्नमेंट अँड पीपल आर डिमांडिंग justice um we have uh, two wonderful ladies in our studio here today one is kamila other is gol and of course my friend mr baptist lobo kosare rep baptist ambara richi kosare tu ambara asa aaj to ki this kosare dalo aaj mo to this first class mujhe ghar ek money plant alne money plant hum get don mazran the money plant and the mazran gusunu tai pura mujhe money plant spoil kele kala munta wait uh they can i have spent a bit of time you know trimming that money plant putting it back into some water so that it gets get the roots again roots again and then i can uh, use it again what did you do <laughs> my usual i did my bolly works mm-hmm. uh, from 9 to 10 and then i went to pakuranga to taste some hungarian sausages wow beautiful sausages so you had a good good bite of the sausages yes i did and brought some so i can share it with you sometime so so would you tell us something about the young ladies who are here in our midst uh yes Kamila i would uh, just introduce i've been corrected twice not gul gul <laughs> yeah gol not gul gol 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 is round yeah ground only cheese <laughs> <laughs> uh so i'll uh, leave uh, that to the ladies uh, gol and uh, your friend and uh, you have to introduce yourself let us know what you do where what what you how you can help our people and all those kind of things so what's your familia over to me okay. all right <laughs> and let's go you want to start off and do a quick personal intro and then i can take over sure yeah. sure so as you know my name is gol not gul <laughs> <laughs> i'm originally from iran um that's why it's gol now um i've i've come back to new zealand uh several years now um and i've been with this company called iconic for the last few years yeah. and so we are well i am as well uh very passionate helping new zealanders um achieve financial uh literacy financial freedom you know and you know and helping them hopefully buy their first home 
um, through KiwiSaver if they haven't. Um, or when they retire, you have a good amount of excess of money. Right. You know, so that's my background. I come from originally corporate management, but I'm really passionate helping New Zealanders. Right. So that's that's me. Yep. <laughs> and what about Camila? What about me? Um, I'm born and raised in New Zealand um, of Māori ethnicity uh, and I moved to Auckland about 18 years ago. I'm also a a mum of three kids and I was just talking earlier about how my eldest has just turned 21. Um, I have been working in the financial services sector for the last 20 years, pretty much um, straight out of school, so I don't really know anything else and I think a big part of that came from um, just sort of watching my parents and um, I came from a family, probably a generation uh, where my parents were hard workers, you know, they worked the seven days a week, multiple jobs. In fact, my parents worked a nine to five job and then they also had a cleaning business uh, and in the weekends they would go and do the markets. Right. Um, and you would think that my parents would have a lot to show for themselves with all the, you know, effort they put into um, work. But what I did realise as I started to get a little bit older and just observing my parents a little bit more is that they actually struggled financially throughout their entire life, right up until um, even the retirement age. And I think a big part of that just came from the fact that they were earning money, but they were spending it probably quicker than they were earning it. And so my parents taught me a lot in terms of that hard work ethic, but they they also made me realise that if I want to... Um, you know, if I want to have a good future, if I want to do certain things in my life, I need to learn some lessons from my parents, and that was to not follow in their footsteps in terms of how they spent money. Um, So, yeah, financial education is something that I'm really passionate about. Um, We all know that there are some issues that exist in New Zealand around financial literacy, and a big part of what we do... um, And our organisation is, we specialise in financial education and we're on this mission to try and bridge the financial literacy gap that exists in New Zealand. So um, we we represent a company called Iconic, but actually um, we have a bigger representation than that um, a few months ago. Um, I'm actually the founder of Iconic, so a few months ago Iconic was actually sold to Advice First, which is one of our largest advisor businesses in the country. Um, And a big part of that was just trying to uh, have more of a reach, you know, so we've now become a nationwide business. And, right. we, and we educate both in the workplace as well as in the home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you touched on a very, uh, very nice aspect about growing up and your f- family's uh, way of managing their finances. But uh, most of us know that despite all the challenges, our parents balance their book a large majority of them balanced their book. They didn't have much of financial education, mm-hmm. but they knew that what they earned uh, is what they could spend. They wouldn't go mm-hmm. beyond it. So debt was not something there in the past. Mm-hmm. Maybe a wee bit of it. But what's changed since then, according to you? <laughs> Anyone can cost, pick it up. Yeah, cost of living has increased, yeah. I think, Um I don't. Uh, I think there are lots of elements, to be honest, because um, everyone come. I, I just think about um, the people that we're educating today versus the people that I used to hang out with when I'm at school and our families versus their families. There's, 
you know, you come from different families, different cultural backgrounds, different learnings. Um, some have had a better start than others. Um, and so, therefore, you know, you have many different challenges that um, come along the way. I mean, if I'm, if I'm utilising, again, just sort of going back to my mum and dad is a really good um, yeah. example. I just think that there were some big elements of education missing um, for my parents and my parents were really supportive of my education mm-hmm. um, and that's something that I've taken on board that I'm really supportive of my children's education so sometimes we can't be the, we try really hard as parents to be the best role models that we can be for our children but it doesn't mean that we're the best at everything and sometimes we need to look out um, outside and you know and get the support that we need from from other people what about you I um, I think now you know as you all know the houses are getting more expensive and people wanting to buy their first home are struggling and I think KiwiSaver really is one of the best ways to buy your first home and the government wants you to buy your first home you know they're they're encouraging you Mm-hmm. And this is one path that um, now is available. And I think before, you know, parents would save up every dollar to buy their first home. And it was much cheaper than at the time, you see. But now it's it's come to the point that it is very expensive. And for the people who haven't bought their first home, they struggle, you know, mm-hmm. counting every dollar, trying to save as much as they can. That's why KiwiSaver is really, really amazing. And that is one of the ways. I mean, there are other ways as well, but that's one of the ways that will help you get into the market, which is one of the hardest thing to do, just getting into that market. I mean, it might be a smaller home, but at least, you know, you get into the market and in future you save up, you pay some of your mortgage, and then you get something bigger. And for those people who have kids also, it's quite important. And young people who are even, you know, finished their university or even at university can start to save up, you know, by putting more pay- money into their KiwiSaver and it gets invested. So, right. so you, you're putting a huge emphasis on the word saving, whether mm. it's KiwiSaver or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what most parents did mm. because there was no additional money coming around Strong, and yeah. you had to sign thousands of papers to get a loan from the bank mm. at that time. So saving is a very first element of. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so what what do you experience from your uh, advice that you're giving? What do you experience uh, with the people whom you are advising? What's their saving habits, and why is it that that the word saving doesn't seem to sort of register? Well, <laughs> I think the. Um, Nowadays, um, in our society, you know, especially here in New Zealand, it is expensive to live in New Zealand. Food is expensive. Life is expensive. So savings is something that is secondary to some people. Um, some people, it's not. So, you know, KiwiSaver, it's for everybody. I mean, if you're employed, mm-hmm. you know, um, you get, you know, you get government contributions, you get um, employment contributions, so there's a lot of addition, and with that saving, that that saving is not just stays in the bank; it actually gets invested. I think the mm. issue is that savings is not something that's taught at mm. school, no. and it's 
not taught at home if you have been brought up with parents that have had limited amounts of money and haven't really been in a position to save or they've had money but they've had very bad spending habits so (laughs) savings is not really a priority and that's something that we definitely need to work on in our education um, you know sector because I've been doing a lot of talks around the fact that um, if we're going to be able to bridge this financial literacy gap that currently exists in New Zealand um, we're going to have to rely on two entities to help achieve that and one is the education sector because you know that's our future generation Um, but how do we tap into everyone else that's through the the workplace and I really do believe that you know employers have a responsibility to be able to support um, their staff to be equipped better equipped um, you know to be better financially educated because there's you know there's a lot of statistics around the fact that you know money mental health physical health those things are all interconnected um so yeah, I So according to me, I think Richie, uh, the present uh, generation is thinking of instant gratification. So all their money is spent on instant gratification. So they spend money even before earning it. Therefore, they are always playing catch. That's what my understanding is. The okay. saving aspect has not come into the psychic of uh, of the present generation. But I, uh, but I find. Uh it's not the current generation. There are some people of the older generation mm. also, yep. or immigrants who have moved and who were tight on mm. their finances, yep. have suddenly let their hair down loose and gone ballistic uh, with the type of uh, access that you have for some of the money that is available in the market. Yep. So what is it? Uh, is it, as you say, a lack of Education. education. Or is it a lack of financial understanding of what you can or cannot do? Or is it just like you want to match up with the Jones next door? Mm. Yep. <laughs> yep. They have bought a car. I will also have to buy a car. They have two. I need to also buy two. They have a big house. They, they I want a big mother. So is, is that sort of a thing despite that is causing the problem? Yeah. Or so, uh, is, is people... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I... Um, there, there have been um, um, some of my clients who are so surprised that they're able to buy their first home. That's their dream. It's everyone's dream to buy their first home. Right. It's just how you reach there. And even if, for example, they do save a little bit, you know, that still may not be enough because it's expensive in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's take a short break, break and come back to demonstrate how that power of saving Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's the Kiwi Saver or a managed fund or whatever mm-hmm. it is, how that power of saving sort of yep. catapults you to another level. Even the education part of it. So mm-hmm. let's look at that. Thank you. Sarong Zai, 
listening to Sushika Dhanpar on 104.6 Planet FM. I have my friend here, Baptist, uh, lovely Camellia, and even more lovelier, Gol. Oh. Is that right? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Richard, <laughs> Richard, you are creating a rift here I'm now. Creating, I'm just creating a bit of fire here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you want to go out of the studio in one piece? Uh, surely, surely. You're there yeah. to protect me. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> okay, Gol, um, you, we were talking about uh, the power of saving, the power of financial knowledge. Uh, could you expand and could you take us down that corridor as what does Iconic do to empower some of your customers? Well, 
in the beginning, I, I said that we're very passionate of um, helping people educate them. Yep. You know, first and foremost, so they can make uh, good decisions. Um, and with Kiwi Saver, we go out and we we talk about the benefits of Kiwi Saver, why you should and shouldn't have it, what's the purpose, and we do talk about the funds yep. and how to invest your your money into Kiwi Saver in a very simple way, you know. Mm. Um, and we briefly talk about the providers and what their role is. You know, to help you along the way and if you want to buy your first home or you want to have a good amount of money in the end, you know, when you retire. Okay. So mm. can you expand on this Kiwi Saver business? What's the program like? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. wh- how does it stand today? What mm-hmm. tax benefits you get? How much can you put into it? Oh. I'm not earning. Can I put into it? Can I remote <laughs> of it? What do I do with it? Okay. Yeah. 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 It seems to be a piggy bank uh, with very little balance in it. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what you're doing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, look, I guess, I guess KiwiSaver is actually just one part of what we do. Yep. So overall, we specialize in financial education, but... That's a journey. So it's about taking clients on a journey, right? And we sort of look at that financial journey as, okay, maybe the beginning of that journey is you're in the workplace, you're working, you're earning money. Um, So it's about making smart decisions with that money. Um, KiwiSaver is just something that can go hand in hand when it comes to basic savings tips. Um, It's also about, well, we're... Where does that take you? Because mm. potentially it's, you know, KiwiSaver, for example, is all about helping you get into your first home or it's mm. about helping you live your best life in retirement. Right. Um, but then, I mean, as we're taking clients on, on a journey, whether or not KiwiSaver is part of that, or whether or not it's protecting, um, you know, you and your family's financial future, that could be anything to do with insurance, it could be wills, it could be even investments outside of KiwiSaver. But if we just sort of kind of come back to KiwiSaver being part of how we educate. Um, At the end of the day, uh, the challenges that we have is when the government introduced KiwiSaver for the first time, um, we had a significant number of New Zealanders that enrolled into KiwiSaver. They either enrolled through their employer Mm -hmm. or they ended up with a bank. Um, And a large number of New Zealanders completely missed out on the education piece. Right. Uh, they didn't really fully understand how to maximise, how to make the most out of their KiwiSaver. And, you know, employers are not qualified to give their staff advice mm. about KiwiSaver. And, um, you know, banks specialise in lending you money, but they're not going to, a lot of the time, they're not necessarily going to sit down with you for half an hour, 45 minutes an hour to properly educate you about KiwiSaver. And they, and they are a provider themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. So for us, we're not a KiwiSaver provider. So that's um, one good thing. It means that we're not, you know, having a conversation with a client and trying to just push them push onto them. a particular mm. provider. Yeah. Um, so there's been some recent changes to KiwiSaver if there's you know for the listeners out here and I think if we were going to get some key messages across um, there's been a whole lot of changes to KiwiSaver that was just recently announced on the 1st of April Mm. Um, I'd be saying you know if you haven't bought your first home yet you really want to know about those changes because Mm -hmm. they've increased um, what we call the grants um, that people could tap into for their first home um, you were talking about contributions. I mean, if you're enrolled and you're contributing to KiwiSaver, you, 
you um, could look to contribute, you know, a minimum of 3%, which means that from by doing that, you're automatically going to tap into, um, you know, the employer, the employer putting giving in, in yep, giving yep. money in, as well as the yep. government. Yep. The reality is, you know, if you were putting money into a bank account, the government's not going to put money into that no. bank account. Your employer's not going to put in mm. money into the camp bank account. And that is why KiwiSaver is a no-brainer. But we have so many providers out there that are all performing and doing things differently. How does the average person know which providers are performing well, not charging excessive fees, are good at keeping you up to date? All of those things are very important when it comes to choosing a good KiwiSaver provider. Um, and that's why we strongly encourage you know, people to uh, reach out to, let's say, financial advisors like ourselves yep. <laughs> and the team that we have. We, we have a hundred of us around yep. the country um, that are able to have good conversations, try and identify someone's needs because everyone's needs are different. different. Yeah. So... If I may ask you, sure. you, may, you, you may say, hey, this is not ethical, but if I may ask you, who are the top five providers in the country? <laughs> we get asked that all the time. Not it's the not one. usually top five. It's either top three yeah. or who's the best. I would yeah. say top five. <laughs> to be honest, mm. it's re- it, it uh, is a question that you almost cannot answer until you have sat down with an individual and figured out where they are at, what their circumstances are, what is mm. important to them when it comes to a provider, mm. um, because there's so many different things, right? And then once we identify all of those different things, then we can go, okay, well, based on your need and your mm. circumstances, here are what we would think of potentially Potential. three providers that you could be looking at. Because, I mean, mm. you've got different types of funds that you invest into, different fund categories. You could be, you know, in KiwiSaver for the long term or for short term. It depends on how soon you're going to be pulling your money out. Honestly, it's a really hard um, question to answer. But what I can tell you... Mm-hmm. I'll drop the word top. Okay. Well, <laughs> what, I will, what I will tell you is... Um, and something that I think is quite yeah. um, interesting, a lot of people that we come across um, that we educate have no, like, don't know about no. this. When we look at our largest KiwiSaver providers purely based on membership, so numbers of people yep. only, nothing to do with fees and performance and any of that no. other stuff, our five largest providers are Australian-owned and operated. Mm. Now, I'm in a growth fund because I have already bought my first home. Actually, I'm in an aggressive growth fund. Mm. I've already bought my first home. I'm not about to turn 65 anytime soon, so KiwiSaver is long-term investment for me. I can't really pull it out now until I retire. The current retirement age is 65. Could be a little bit longer Longer. once I get closer to that time. Anyway, so it makes sense for me to be... As long as Peters doesn't come back. (laughs) (laughs) So, So it makes sense for someone like me to be in that type of fund. And do you want to know something funny? Yeah. Our top three providers in that particular fund category have all been New Zealand owned and operated. So I can tell you that much at least. But again, goes back to I strongly encourage anyone that would be listening that's sort of questioning, oh, I want to know more. Mm. That's the value of sitting down and having a one-on-one conversation. Just like a financial advisor. <laughs> I won't tell you that. Come and speak to me. 
Yeah, but that's 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 the whole idea, right? <laughs> to build that that aura of the financial advisor. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right. We want to educate yeah, you need, people. Exactly. You need to educate people uh, to understand. And and you've rightly said that everybody's needs differ, mm-hmm. and everybody has their own agenda mm-hmm. of when I want to do. I want to be very aggressive. Yeah. Even at sixty-five, I would like to be aggressive. <laughs> but there are some people who don't you want to be aggressive Absolutely. every time. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a different appetite for Absol- risk. Absolutely. So there that, that's where Richie their input comes in. Yeah. And their education <laughs> comes in. And okay. that's where these two young lovely ladies can give you, you a can't lot. Say that. Only I can say. That. <laughs> I said both young and lovely. <laughs> yeah. So there's no fight. So for as you have been talking goal uh, about dipping your finger in the pie when can you do it to draw money out of it and for what purposes can you draw your money out of the kiwi saver there are five different ways to withdraw your kiwi saver yep. um but for this we're we've talked about uh two of them which is you know when you want to fir- buy your first home yep. and when you want to retire at 65 um and also um when if you have first What's it? Um, um, financial hardship. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll also KiwiSaver can help you with that. Well, what's hardship? Yeah, people don't get their uh, <laughs> two, four bottles of beer on the weekend. It's hardship. <laughs> That's yeah. a really good question. <laughs> what's hardship? It's not. It's yeah. not easy to take yeah. your money out under the financial hardship criteria. Yeah. Um, we've had plenty of clients ring up saying that they want to go on a holiday and they want to pay off their car and all those sorts of things. Yeah. You actually do have to be able to prove financial hardship, which yeah. can be tough um, for some people. Um, it is a bit of a complex process if we're mm. being honest so it's about providing certain types of documentation potentially you're behind whether or not it's on rent it's on mortgage payments it's on paying mm. bills you have a reason for why um, you're in financial hardship it could be because you've lost your job or something's changed around your employment or within mm. the home um, there's something has, has happened to income um, yeah there's yeah. A, and every provider has their own independent trust um, and so it's up to those it's up to those providers to look at all of that information and, and determine whether or not um, they hardship. think they meet you yeah that you meet the genuine hardship or not yeah. there are two more five you said yeah there are five areas. One oh, well, is it's really ser- it's it's yeah. illness, it's serious. Yeah, there's serious. Oh, yeah, that's means It's death as well. So, if you want to get married a second time, you can't go and say, "Give me a kiwi saver." Why I'm asking is, is you know, uh, we had this great provident fund uh, back in India, yeah, mm. and we could withdraw money for daughters' marriage or for okay. for children's education. So there were procedures. Obviously, very few successful, but mm-hmm. that was there, which is not there in the Kiwi well, Saver. Kiwi Saver is not something that you can just, you know, take it out. Mm. That's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it forces you to save. It forces you to buy a first home, or you know, when you are sixty-five. Mm-hmm. And for example, you are sixty-five, and mm-hmm. maybe you have several homes, um, and that you want to take the, you know, your money out at sixty-five and pay the rest of the mortgage and live mm-hmm. comfortably. Um, or, for example, you are living in your current um, house and you still do have a mortgage. You just have one. 
you want to pay that off. So when you're at 65, you're more, you know, They're welcome more to open it up and yeah. pay it off. Hmm. Yeah. So this huge debate that is going on at the moment on fees. Okay. Mm. And the default provider. Oh. <laughs> can, can, you, can, can you sort of yeah. enlighten us on that and tell our, uh, what, what's the inside goss on this? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, fees. Yeah. Oh, love talking about no, fees. No. Good on you. Um, and the reason why I actually like talking about fees is because I think there's a lot of misconception out there around mm. fees yeah. and a lot of lack of understanding. Um, and it really does frustrate me when I see a lot of um, marketing conversations, articles around fees. Mm. Uh, I hear it on the radio sometimes, oh, lowest fees. The thing that consumers need to understand yeah. about mm. fees is that the fee that is charged on its own is one thing. But... What we often say to clients is what you really want to probably consider is more looking at the performance of the fund after the fees have mm. been deducted. Mm. What did you end up with? Because you could be with a provider that has the lowest fees, but if their performance hasn't been mm. good, then you are no better off. You are mm. better off looking at a provider that has really like good performance and you're looking at what that is after those fees have been deducted. Because at the end of the day, it's all about what's left in your account. Yep. The money that you're able to spend. How much you've earned on your... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do get frustrated when I hear a lot of advertising, oh, we charge really low fees. You, you'll, never, you'll never hear advertising around, oh, we charge low fees, but we've got real low performance as well. Yep. No, they're going to no. miss that part out, yep. aren't they? <laughs> um, the other thing that, that I think a consumer needs to bear in mind is there are a lot of... Um, providers that love to be able to promote themselves oh we've been a you know in the top performing fund category for the last three months or for the last six months in my opinion that's a one-hit wonder Hmm. very short term um if i'm going to choose a kiwisaver provider i want to look at what their longer term um performance has been so i'll I'll look at one year i'll look at three years i'll look at five Five years sometimes even ten years um so yes, that's that, that's it. And then default. I mean, you yep. talk, yeah, there's been default. obviously <laughs> a real shake up with the um, default providers, yep. and uh, there's probably a lot of conflict there in terms of what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I think if you were going to ask me what what are my thoughts about who we ended up with mm-hmm. versus who we had, well, if I was going to choose one of the other, that's a no brainer. Mm. Who we've ended up with, I think, is much better than who we had previously. There, there were 30, 33 providers at one point when they started off. Hmm. And uh, you really fi- uh, fragmented the market because nobody could operate uh, economically because you had a very small pool of investors. Some had even 30,000. I remember Staple Roadways, they had a fund. They had just 30,000 investors. How could you run a Kiwi Saver with 30,000 guys? Hmm. So I think consolidation has really done a huge wonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are less providers. But this default business... There's not that. The number that you just mentioned, hmm. I can count on one hand how many less there is in today's market. There are still a lot a lot of okay. Kiwi Saver providers. Just a, but 30%. we will... We will hear about all the main ones, um, you know, not necessarily some of the smaller ones. And there are providers out there that the general public won't have access to. Mm. Um, 
So, yeah, there are still a lot of Kiwis that are providers. On, on, that, on that, we'll take a break and we'll come back to talking about your iconic business and the new umbrella that you all are under as to what you can provide to our listeners. Mm. Okay.
your advisory financial advisory and literacy firm iconic and the new umbrella that you are under and what all can you provide well i am i'm an, i'm the one of the advisors and um we we do a lot of one on one sessions with you and talk about your risk your financial um position and how kiwi saver can help you so by doing a one on one we discuss more about uh the benefits and the funds and even you know we can help with the provider after we do a risk profile so that's one aspect and another thing we do is yeah maybe I'll tap into the wider wider <laughs> wide. wider because we actually do a lot of different things yep. so everything we do comes under that financial education sort of umbrella um so we educate in the home which is what goal yep. was talking about that's yep. our one on ones um and yes the one on ones are about identifying your needs um and then basically once we've identified the need then we know what kind of conversation we need to yep. have right. so kiwi saver could just be one part because that could mm. be you know we're talking to a client and maybe they're saying to us oh look you know our goal in the next however many years is we want to buy a home i mean we're all about that you know getting into your first home and living your best yeah, life yeah. in retirement so um that's where kiwi saver fits in but then mm. we also educate a lot of families and so it's it's also having the conversation about what does protecting you and your family's financial future look like yeah. um because kiwi saver is only one part of that journey um and then that horrible word that no one likes comes into it <laughs> that word called insurance, insurance. <laughs> no one likes insurance mm. um it's usually a need not a want mm-hmm. um but uh for us it's again having the conversation around well do you actually have anything in place to protect your biggest asset your biggest asset you're Zoom. ever going to have is your ability to earn an income. Yep. Mm. Um so it's about trying to identify what that um looks like. And and if you said pitch I'm going to give you a pitch right here. Yep. One thing that makes us really unique is that 
we are able to provide comparisons for all the major banks and insurance mm-hmm. companies in the New Zealand market. Yeah. Um, but we educate first and we try yeah. and understand what it is um, where the need is at. And we come across a lot of clients that might already have something mm. in place. Mm-hmm. And so then we just want to give them a bit of peace of mind that, hey, okay, you've got something in place. This is what you have. And potentially this is um, what could be how, how so it could compare. Yeah. Um, it's not about coming and seeing a client and changing up what they've got because yeah. sometimes clients are on the right track and it's just giving them that reassurance. Um, and then every now and then we come across clients that have money that they might want to invest outside of KiwiSaver. Mm. Um, so potentially we can you know, help them with that. So that's sort of the one-on-ones when we're saying we educate in the home. But a big part of what we do is educate in the business um, because it often in order to get into the home, we've got to get into the business first. Yep. Um, and so it's sort of educating in the same way, but the, the power of what we really do is in the one-on-ones. Um, and we can help businesses too. So we help individuals and we can help businesses. So when I say we can help businesses, that could be everything from, um, you know, helping them look after their their staff, employee benefits, mm. whether or not they're insurance employee benefits or having us come in and just rolling out free educational workshops. So there's another pitch for you. We've just Fantastic. recently created the Ignite Partnership Program. Mm-hmm. It is a program for businesses to be able to enroll into. Mm. It doesn't cost anything. And half of all the benefits that are covered in the Ignite Partnership Program are free. So they say you should catch them young. Any program for the schools uh, and the universities? And and yeah, and and the youth, youth yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. So we work closely with a few educational institutions at the moment, rolling out our workshops. Um, I want to do more work in the schools. I'm a big believer that we yeah. need to be educating just before our students leave college and yeah. before they go off to either into the yeah, workplace or, or go to university or tertiary education. Mm. Um, I remember rolling out quite a few workshops with um, and webinars through COVID last year and actually I got my two daughters involved because one of them was a new last year at college and the other one had left the year before that mm. and just so shocked about, you know, a lot of their friends already working just didn't even know about KiwiSaver or weren't in KiwiSaver, you know. So, yes, we want to do more work with schools, but, you know, it's part of the government. It's a lot harder to get into um, some of those entities. Mm. Um, But we're working with other organisations that are rolling out youth programmes as well. Um, And we've been working in collaboration with them. So I'd be saying, you know, watch the space. Trying to tap into the education sector is not something that happens overnight, but it's a work in progress and it is a space that we're currently in at the moment, but we want to do more work in. Fantastic. So just going back a little bit, uh, would you do total financial planning for people? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's that's what I was asking. So where do our listeners get in touch with you? <laughs> and... Uh, how to leave your telephone numbers telephone numbers website and whatever yeah. yes. well, well, well Gold's going to say yeah. contact Iconic and yeah. ask for Gold <laughs> 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 whereas it, it my mobile number <laughs> yeah, yeah my, my role in the organisation spreads across the whole country so um I guess it really, uh, we would say, look, um, contact us at Iconic. Yep. Um, Iconic spelt with K, so I-K-O-N-I-K. Yep. So either check us out on our website or on our Facebook page. Um, we're happy to, you know, leave contact details behind. If you really want to know, 0800 2 Iconic. 
is our number. Number. Um, Goal is one of our amazing financial advisors that we have that's based in Auckland. Right. Um, but we've potentially got listeners all over the country. Um, so I'd say, yeah, contacting us um, directly would be the first place and just let us know where you came from. Yeah. So that would be, um, you know, easy for us easy to, to understand connect the dots. We, um, we also, well, I also do... Um, a lot of my presentation through Zoom. Yeah. So if you're outside of Auckland, yeah. we can do through Zoom yeah. or with Teams. Um, so that I have clients, you know, down south, you know, up north, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. It's not necessary that you should, they should come into your office. No, They're just no. on the Zoom. That's they right. can give you a call. What's your phone number if you want to leave that mm, with our listeners? My number <laughs> is that phone number, office number, or are you talking goals, oh, mobile my number, <laughs> office. Okay, so that was I oh. gave that. Yeah. So my number is 022, yeah. writing it down. I'm writing it down. 099-0866. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. And so, yeah, so GOL, it's G-O-L. Fantastic. Mm, not good. good. G-O-L, G-O-L. at symbol, yeah. iconic, dot co, dot NZ. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. On that, note, on that note, I'll say adios because just short of time yeah. no to problem. play a song. Thank thanks you so lot, much Camilla. for having Thank us. You so much. Th- Thank thanks, you. Thanks, Camila. Thanks, uh, Gold, for coming here and giving us so much of information to our listeners. I'm sure some of our listeners are really keen to get in touch with you, and I will encourage them to get in touch with you. Please do call. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Have you. Have a good one.